Hey, I'm Naomi Sneakers and welcome to the Firecracker Department. I so love talking with Firecracker today, Tommy Amber Peary. She's she's killer. I just love that she said yes to coming in and being my guest. We got so into this discussion, I didn't even realize I was drinking my wine like it was water until she pointed it out to me. So thank you. Thanks for that, Tommy. Uh, I didn't tell anybody about the mustard stained shirt you were wearing. So... Oh, never mind these. Uh, you know, I remember seeing Tommy first on CBC's Michael Every Day and thinking, who is this gal? She's funny, she's quirky, and she does everything with just such a big heart. It's like her heart just bursts all over the screen. And then I caught up with her performances on indie faves like Don't Get Killed in Alaska and Pretend We're Kissing and Now Bitten. And everything she does, she just does it so beautifully. And you kind of watch it going, okay, what can't she do? I'm addicted, okay? I'm Peary addicted. I want to see whatever she is part of in the future. And I know she's going to do great things. I'm so glad she hung out with me in the department. And I think she's super inspiring. So if you're listening to this and driving, maybe pull over. Because I think you're going to want to give your full brain to this interview. Here we go. Here's Tommy Amber Peary. all your indie films oh like all good. of them that's even good. and i was like i saw pretend i saw pretend we're kissing and um alaska don't get killed in alaska yeah all of them and oh. then yeah it's amazing oh, you, you have such a presence in the indie world yeah it's nice it's how exciting. did that happen it, it just did i mean i feel like i know some really awesome you know filmmakers and friends and they know other people who know other people i don't know you know i was thinking about this the other day the majority of film that i've done has been independent and i really like it that way yeah. i find actually that the, the the stories are just the stories that I want to tell. Stuff that's less mainstream. I mean, like, I did a, a film called The F Word or What If. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Saw that. And so... That was more mainstream. It Way more mainstream. And it was fun and big budget. But only because he was in it. Right. Like, if, it ha if he hadn't been in it, it would have been an indie film. Yeah, yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, with Zoe Kazan, who's an indie darling. Yeah, she's, she's so fantastic. Lovely. Um, but I really like working on these indie films. And, you know, sadly so, that, you know, they don't pay very much. Right. But your artistic, I feel much more artistically fulfilled and excited. And the majority of the things that I'm getting excited about are these really awesome scripts by, you know, new screenwriters or... or, or um, you know, people with an inventive mind, and women especially, which mm -hmm. I'm so excited about. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, yeah. So what do you think led you to that? Like, were you, did you focus in theater at first, or? I don't think anything specifically, it kind of just fell into yeah. to that whole thing. I don't know, maybe people look at me and think, we have no money. <laughs> she'll be fine. She, she'll be great. But, Indy. May, I don't know, May. you have a sense of, you have um, a quality about you that is very artistic. Oh, do I? Yeah, like that you care about what you're doing to oh. the degree that if people want to do an indie film, you're the kind of girl oh, wow. to get because you, you'll care so much. Yeah, you know, I like collaborating. I like I like the process. I like like kind of like no bullshit, no ego kind of working. Mm -hmm. I like everybody just being involved and committed. And so uh, you often find that. And, and having the one-on-one -on -one where you can have real authentic conversations about character and about structure and there not being a time constraint right or anything and or there's rehearsals and stuff like that i love yeah. it i love it so much and it feels very theater based in that sense yeah it, feels it does like you're delving in and i'm sure you you can appreciate what i'm talking about yeah for me it's it has to be funny that's all right like if i if a script is making me laugh right. i'll be like oh yeah, yeah that looks like fun or if yeah. the people involved are funny same yeah. sort of thing if the people are passionate or yeah dedicated yeah like do you think because you were born in ottawa I was born which in isn't 
the most like what artistic. Are you, okay. What are you talking about? I spent a lot of time in Horrible. Ottawa. Yeah. So cold. No. Yeah. But also like not a hotbed of culture uh, um, excitement. Yeah. No. It's quite the opposite. In fact, that's why I had to get out. I mean, yeah. there was very very little to offer in terms of what I wanted to do and express and explore as an actor. I had to come here. But you were like a baby when you left. I was a baby. I moved to Toronto on my own when I was 18. Yeah, that's a baby. Yeah. If you, like, 20 years from now, you look back and go, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Looking back on it, I mean, at that time, I was so, 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 um, I don't know, I just was, I I, I was brave. I was just, I didn't know anybody. I felt like, you know what, this is what I want to do, so I'm excited about doing it. And I got my ass here and found a little apartment, and it's been, Jesus, it's been about 11, 12 years. So I love the bravery of that. Mm. Where do you think you get that from? Oh, God, I think I get it from... Um, you took your glasses off. I did. I took my glasses off. I you feel like I'm going to Do you want an elastin? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really just want to lay a bit. I you so can t- take your shoes off. Oh you can do whatever God. you want. I feel like such Have a, a lazy ass these days. I've, oh. I'm feeling so... And this is so... This is. I'm in heaven right now. I have beer and cheese and you. I'm taking this off. Please take the fucking shoes off. Um, Good Lord. Right? Um... Bravery. Ah, oh, God. Because that's a quality that I feel like we lose as we get older. And I'm not sure why. Like, I remember being very, really ballsy. Like, going up to, like, I mean, I think I'm still ballsy to an extent. But, like, I used to crash auditions. And I used to... Yeah, interesting. Like, you- moving at 18. Who gave you the courage and the bravery to do something like that? Well, you know... I think I've been very independent from a very young age. I was forced to, my, you know, my mother passed when I was younger, and I feel when that happened, I was with my dad and my brother um, after that, and I felt like I be, kind of became, I kind of ran things after yeah. that. Your brother's older or younger? Younger. Yeah. And so it kind of had, the, that provoked in me just having to kind of take over and take charge yeah. um, personally in my personal life, and also being, I was you know, competitive athlete for a very, very... You're a skater. Yeah, fair skater. So that, you know, I started competing when I was three, and which is insane to even think about, looking back. Yes. And so that, three! That in self, it, it, it instills this... Like, are you still in diapers in three? Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I was Maybe probably I was. shitting my pants yeah. while I was skating. Right, probably. that's fair. Um, but yeah, you know, being in, a, in, a, in sports like that, it just, it forces you to... You know, have discipline and, mm-hmm. and structure and determination, and so I don't think it came as a, it, it came naturally to me. But I, you're, it's so interesting what you're talking about about how as you get older. Do you feel that? The br- I do. I don't know what it is. Like yeah. I'm, I'm th- turning thirty, and I feel I we've been having this th- these thoughts lately about. So, Lee, is there something that you wish you were um, had more bravery to do right now? Oh my god. I feel I feel a little emotional talking about it. I guess I do. Like I feel <sighs> That's yeah. okay. No, it's tough. No, no. No, I'm happy. I'm happy that we can have conversations yeah. like this. This is like real women yeah. being in this industry, talking about bravery, talking about what it means to be pursuing what we're pursuing. And and also that we falter. Right? Yeah. Because I feel like you know, this with this podcast, it's female-centric, but I also challenge myself not to say ever, 
what's it like being a woman in this industry? Because right, right. I think that's done, that question. Thank you, thank you. Right? And I was, un- I was, you know, thinking about the questions that you might be asking coming in, and I was like, oh, well, you know, you're smart and amazing, and I thought that maybe you wouldn't. And for I that, find it, and I value that. It makes me lose my mind. It, it's like, oh, 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 enough already. Yeah, what's it like to be a male journalist? Yeah, exactly. Like, really, can we not? I, it's, I honestly, no. I, this poor, I think a student asked me once as a, like, they were doing an interview on for their student paper, and they asked me that, and I was like, Really? And then yeah. I was like, oh, these poor people, they're just learning. No, I, I know. Nicer. The question now, where we are in the world, when where we are with, you know, women's rights and yep. equality and all that, it kind of feels, the question itself feels like steps backwards. However, it is 2016, mm-hmm. and there are certain things like what we're talking about with bravery and with being able to falter. Like, women have fought to have the presence that we do, and we've got more to do in mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. But it's like we're not allowed to falter. Oh, Do you no. know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. we're human, right? So if there's something in your world that you're like, oh, I wish I could do that, why aren't, why aren't you doing it? I know. Well, this is kind of the bane of, like, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm been thinking about a lot lately. I feel like there's so many things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I'm at a point right now in my life and in my career where I just feel, and I have, I, I'm, at this crux where I feel like I have to be okay with where I'm at because this sense of bravery and like you saying like, you know, I used to crash auditions and I used to da 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 and I used to work so hard, work so hard, work so hard, work so hard, work so hard. And then, you know, I was working for a bit and then I felt like the industry kind of was eating at me. It's been, mm. you know, even just like this, the, the, the red carpet stuff and the da da da, like yeah. all, all of the industry and the politics of it, I felt got me down. Like and what specifically were you battling? with that kind of stuff and I I get it like I taught every time you know you finish shooting or you finish doing the TIFF stuff you almost have to have to step back and oh. go like I need to I constantly, it constantly, and for me, like to tie back into that indie film stuff, that for me is a refuel. It's mm-hmm. just is that that's that does it for me. But then also stepping, what is it for me? I uh, to be frank, I I want to be working more, mm-hmm. you know. And it's Isn't just that wild? like <laughs> and everybody thinks you're working nonstop. No, yeah, I know. And so and then and then I sound like the asshole that's like, well, you should be so lucky. I mean, I get it. Listen, I'm I, I'm lucky. I've worked hard to get where I'm at. You know, I I wasn't handed any any deck mm-hmm. of cards. Um, and, but then it ties into, I, you know, work as an actress, that is what I am passionate about, that is what I want to do, but you were in, especially here in Canada, I feel like you're, and you knew, know so well about, so much about this, and I admire you so much about how much you're creating, you're working, mm-hmm. you're writing, you have to, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like sometimes I don't have the tools. Uh, yeah. To know how to do that, you know, like everything in me is like, well, it, sit down and write, sit down and write, sit down and sit, right. and I'll sit down and try and write, and I'll just get in my own way, and then I'll give up, and then and then I'll feel really down about myself, and then and then I'll be that's like, not a fun <laughs> circle to be part of, what yeah. you know, yeah. and then and then there's these these go ahead go ahead. Well, I was gonna say that because you started working fast. Like you, did you get accepted to theater school but decide not to go? Oh, true. Um, yeah, I did. Where did you read that? I have my source. <laughs> it's called the internet. <laughs> the Googs. The Googles. Oh, my Google yeah, search well, team. Well, I was, I was, you know, I completely identified as a figure skater for my, my whole life, up yeah. until I was seven. Would you almost gone into that, like, competitively? Well, I was. Olympic? I, uh, yeah, that's, that was on that, I was on that route. I was, that's where I was going. I right. skated for Canada. I was on, and then, you know, you reach an age that, and I just kind of fell out of love with it. It had been so long. And yeah. so I was supposed to skate with Disney on Ice, and then that fell through. Right. And then I was like, well, shit. You know, I started taking acting classes, like, in the midst. And so what am, I think I'm supposed to 
you know, audition for theater school, and I did, and I got in. And just, just because that's that's what, what you're you supposed do. to yeah, do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's no there's no manual telling you how what the right way. I'm so grateful that I decided to nix that and say, you know, fuck it. I'm just gonna try and figure this out on my own and move to Toronto and try and find an agent and slowly but surely. I mean, but what was it about theater school that you're like, no? I didn't want to spend all of that money mm-hmm. and be in school for four years and not audition. Like, there seems like there is an urgency behind your path. Interesting that you say that. Yeah, I guess uh, guess you're right. Like, I'm, like, I'm not sure where that came no, from. No, like, it's absurd. Four years is not a long time if you're 18. Right. <laughs> like, you weren't, like, I know. 35 going, oh, no, time's <laughs> running out. Gotta go to the theater's <laughs> my hips are <laughs> But, like, you know what I mean? Like, 18, you kind of go, oh, it's actually four years would also put me in a place. I don't think, right? That would have, maybe if I'd had somebody to say that to, I just, I, I lack patience. Yeah. I have no I'm with you. freaking patience. I know. And I need, I could use some of it because it's like now in these moments of, of, of being fully unemployed, not knowing when my next job's going to yeah. be, not knowing when I'm going to get paid, like not knowing when I'm going to be able to create you know, on a film or in television, yeah. like that. I mean, obviously, you can create all the time. I, I mean, it's everywhere. I think I'm just like, is this a really depressing No, pod- I think... A- am I depressing you because uh, I feel... Oh, like- I'm not depressed because I think you're a dynamo. Oh. And I also think that whatever you're going through is not... It's not going to be for long. Yeah. So that kind of faith has to be instilled. Mm-hmm. But um, I also think it's refreshing to talk about it because, because I think people perceive you as somebody who works constantly you just did like bitten oh, yeah. so and you're doing comic cons and things like that so from everybody's perspective mm-hmm. you're working non-stop so to hear how you get through the times where you feel like you aren't is so inspiring i think because mm. we've yes. all been there like i don't know that i'm not working because i'm i'm doing our company stuff right and then suddenly i sit up and go oh i haven't got a paycheck <laughs> for quite a long time right right and then i go oh i haven't worked but i'm because i've uh I've got a, um, I think I've got a strong work ethics. I think I have impatience as well of not waiting for people to give me stuff. See, and I like that about you. I think my my impatience debilitates me sometimes. Mm -hmm. So my impatience kind of makes me sit around and, and... and 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 wait, yeah. which is at fault because you're like because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. I and I'm just gonna too. watch, but but then I also realize or research, <laughs> research yeah, exactly. And then I also realize that I enjoy those things. I enjoy not I enjoy being like, listen, I'm gonna watch Netflix every night yeah. for this whole week. I'm gonna knit. I'm gonna walk my dog on the beach. I'm gonna make really delicious food, and I'm gonna you know hang out with my partner and just do the simple, beautiful, easy things. And and yeah. you need that because then it's refueling. It is absolutely refueling. And then when you're on these films that you're just working like 15 hour days, and and all you want is a moment. Mm-hmm. You ha- I have to remind myself of where I'm at. Now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. Yeah. So now I'm going to go back for a second because your brother was younger. So when you left, because um, you were sort of the mother figure in a way, you had to mm-hmm. take over. Mm-hmm. Was that tough for you to leave? Um, uh, not for me. I think, no, I think I'd been wanting to get out of, yeah. out of Ottawa and just start my own life. It, it was just, I needed my, I wanted freedom. I wanted to just... I needed to find my own I feel autonomy. Like a lot of people from Ottawa feel that. <laughs> I think everyone from Ottawa feels that. I got Ottawa. Right. Come visit. Yeah. I know. Even when I was back shooting second season of Michael, yes. Tuesdays and Thursdays in Ottawa uh, this summer, I had this this just 
reassuring feeling of, yep, I'm happy I left. Yeah, yeah, that's a good I love Ottawa. I don't want to shit talk Ottawa, but it's just... No, no, no. Not my city. Yeah. Um, But you're, like, do you think your mom gave you a bit of drive for pursuing acting? Because... Um, I did read that she was, but she, but I read this that I think is adorable that she used to film scenes. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. So, um, my mother, my mother, I think my mother, she always wanted to be an actress, but she came from a very, you know, poor family. She was the oldest of, I think, 10 or 11 siblings. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she, yeah, Canadian outside of Ottawa, a small town called Vanier. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so she, she grew up. Um, you know, having to take care of the family and, you know, be the maternal role for them. But so I think a lot of her opportunities and what she wanted to do were kind of pushed to the side. But mm-hmm. she she was uh, the life of the party constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, she always had the video cameras going and just, you know, telling me to, you know, act things out or perform, perform, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she, I do often feel like I'm living out, uh, you know, what she wasn't able to. So f- that that for me feels igniting Mm -hmm. fiery it feels like i'm completing some type of chapter of of hers that or or maybe it's just my way of trying to keep her present yeah keep her alive in my life you know but that's a long time that she's not been around yeah when i was 13 so when i'm almost 30 so is there a time when you call like like i have people who passed away and i call upon them a little bit like Mm -hmm. i sort of need Mm -hmm. their energy to get you yeah. know, my mom uh, is still around. She has dementia, so every mm-hmm. once in a while I tap into Oh, that her. must be quite interesting to have her here, but not. Mm-hmm. And then have these little moments. Yeah, that I go, oh, she would have loved this. Yeah. When I have lipstick on, I look pretty. She was like, oh, she would have just loved it. <laughs> I'm like, she was British, so we like, oh, you're, you know. Not a bag lady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not yeah. a bag lady. Yeah. Is there a time for you with your mom that you get that sense? Well, oddly... It's funny that you're asking all these questions. Maybe because is it? It's, yeah, because it's, it's exactly where I'm at in my life right now. All these things you're asking, I've been pondering, especially the last week. I feel the way that this might sound weird, but I feel like she's in me. Yeah. She's just she's a part of me. She, so when I call upon her, it's like I'm calling upon myself mm-hmm. through her. It's this weird thing, and often I'll just yeah, I'll talk to her. Yeah, it's it's. I feel oddly, I feel the most bonded. To her and I and she I haven't t- she's not around mm-hmm. you know so that's that's interesting mm-hmm. to have that feeling of comfort and you know yeah so when you hit creative uh, roadblocks mm. where is she in that that circle well it depends if I allow myself to be open to wanting to to, to push through the roadblock or if I let the roadblock like debilitate me yeah and I just get depressed and like want to sleep and yeah. Um, but uh, where is she in it? She's in it through. I mean, if I'm writing, like she constantly comes to me through writing. Like I wanna, I wanna, I'm, I'm, you know, I had a little seedling of an idea for a film that involves me kind of connecting with her. If I was, if I had this opportunity to connect with her again and what that would look mm-hmm. like. So she is there artistically, and then when I'm, uh, there's something about having. Maybe it's less her, but more of the, 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 the her death that impacted me in a way that when I work or when I'm, uh, you know, in a creative, in a creative, you know, drive, mm-hmm. it's uninhibited. So it feels, it's this sense of 
just this freedom, this catharsis, this yeah. no no boundaries. I feel like I can just explore without without anything getting in my way because there's this thing that I've gone through that is just so much more paramount and life is so much bigger than yeah. this thing that I'm doing. Yeah, at 13, so, that's yeah. an early lesson to learn. Absolutely. Yeah. So it allows me to think... Um, allow my my the vessel which is me to be more open yeah. and um, explorative. Uh, so I think that that the having experienced that allowed me to understand what's important. Yeah, and this the play there's play in there that is is correlate. I don't know. No, I so, love that. I sometimes don't have words because it's more of a feeling. Yeah, I get that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Because there is something else that you said, something about going into audition rooms, that I feel like every time I talk to actors about audition rooms, yeah. everybody hates it. Yeah. Like, I don't know anybody who goes, I love a good audition. Yeah. I love an audition where I feel like, yeah. mm, well, you said, uh, you said, um, you focus on the dedication of it, mm -hmm. in a quote. That I love that, because I think we always go in there going, oh, hope you like me. And then if you go in going, I'm just going to connect yeah. to the material. I think that's the number, like one of the first, after many, many years of, of doing exactly that, in which so many of us do is, especially when you have, you feel like you have this investment to the part and you just want it so fucking bad. Mm -hmm. You go in there trying to prove mm -hmm. yourself. And I think it's a detriment. I think it gets in the way because that often reads mm -hmm. feeling like it's, you're, you know, you're trying too hard. You need, but if you go in there and you focus on the work and the material and you do justice to this character that you're playing, that's that's going to lead, and then you can. Uh, for me, it also allows me to leave the audition and think, I've done my job. Yeah, and I feel really amazing about it. I feel artistic. My juices are flowing. You know, I'm now. I'm gonna go and do whatever I'm gonna. Do. But and if I don't hear anything, I don't hear anything. But um, that's the best feeling, and that requires preparation because if you're not prepared, you're going in fumbling and thinking yeah. the lines and da 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 da. da. Did so. you feel that? So I know with Michael's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. You, you which is like now renamed Michael every day because it was so goddamn oh, so confusing. Confusing. <laughs> I watched it on Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Michael someday. Mm -hmm. um, that's smart. Yeah. So Michael, uh, Michael every day. Every day. So um, because you had like a one line that they mm -hmm. keep, they just fell in love with you. Yes. Now can you? <laughs> I, I was like yes, I, but I love I those stories. Don't you yeah. love like that? Yeah. That that's the way that happened mm -hmm. because it wasn't like you were discovered, but. Also, what was that tipping point like? When what were you like? Were you aware that there was choices you were making that you're like, you're gonna want to bring me? Back? You're gonna no. I was just so so excited to be working with these guys with with Don and right? Bob and, and Matt. So I I just went in and did my my scene. What a team of smart artists, right? That's a whole. That's your that's your wheelhouse. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're really really lovely guys, and I'm so happy that we got to re revisit season two. What was that like? It was weird. Four years later, coming yeah. back, and, and you were so adorable. Hmm. And I'm and not. You're still. Oh, you're not anymore. <laughs> I haven't seen any <laughs> no, of your stuff, but but you're so adorable and quirky. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wonder how how they're gonna go with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want I want to talk about it, but I don't. Oh, you can't. Not spoiler alert. Yeah, I would totally talk about it if I was. But it, it, she she's she's still quirky and adorable and fun. But you can talk about it like emotionally from your perspective. Like, how was it going back to Ottawa? How is it revisiting that character? Well. It was odd. I mean, first of all, to have the opportunity to go back after four years, that's that's insane in itself. Because a lot of me was like, what did I do? Mm -hmm. Like, how did I approach this character? And will I be able to do it again? And, will it... and also because I feel like I've evolved and changed so much in the last 
four years. I mean, it will be five years that we were shooting, right? Yeah. So five five years makes a hell of a difference. So to go back, but it worked for the for the character because she also, you know, inevitably has changed, and she has a six year old daughter, and she's in a different profession. Um, going back to Ottawa was interesting. Again, I, I wasn't, you know, in a hotel in Ottawa, and you go to work, you go back to your hotel. Um, it was okay, but then m working with these guys again, that was, it was, it was just as fun, and, mm -hmm. uh, but new. We are all in very different places than we were five years ago, so yeah. I think that, I'm, I'll be curious to see if that reflects in the show, but Don's brilliant mind, he's so interesting. I mean, there was a lot of days that we went, you know, extra long and, you know, took more time um, this season, I think, with, with, with the actual shoot of it, but only because Don is, has this vision. Yeah. He has a vision, and he sticks to his vision, and he wants it. So I'll be curious to see what that looks like. Yeah. You know, visually, aesthetically. Yeah, that's interesting talking about vision, because you must have a vision for your career. Oh, my God. Don't you? Don't you? I do, yeah. Like, is your vision, like, really close, or is your vision further away, where you can see how the trajectory of... Well, the, the thing, I mean, the thing is, you know, like, with this business, you can't... I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. No, but you can make choices. You can absolutely, yeah. That, that steers you to a direction that you want yeah. to be in. Yeah. Right. You can, or you can go. I don't. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Kind yeah. of. Go. Yeah. No. I think you, as an artist, I don't think that's very satisfying. Well, my dream. My dream would be to be in New York, um, doing theater. Yeah. I think that's what I would like to be doing. Have you ever said that out loud? Um, I don't. I don't think I have. Right. You saying that out loud? Putting it into the universe. It is, but it's also putting it into your heart of going, mm -hmm. what's stopping you? Yeah. What's stopping you from pursuing that? A green card? <laughs> that's, but that's, but that's, that's, that's tiny true. things. It's not. No, I but know. But that's not. You no, can go and audition. No, like. no, I know. I know. I'm, I think I'm at, a, I'm, at, I'm at a crux right now with not wanting to leave Toronto. I love Toronto mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. I love my life. I love... And it's this... this I'm... I'm having a hard time with the balance of the... I think I have a very all-or-nothing personality. Hmm. And I feel like if I was going to do that, it would be like all in New York, all the time, all the thing. Or, I, or, or I'm, I'm here and I'm doing, you know, this simple life thing, mm -hmm. which I'm also very content with. Mm -hmm. There's something that's so appealing to that for me. But then I get what? what I get you, it. No, I get it. Do you know? Just with the home and the food mm -hmm. and the love and the things... And the simple, yeah, simple luxuries. And then I go fucking crazy. And then yeah. I'm like, I need to work. Right. So that I need to work. How do you? How, what do you do when that hits you? What do I do? Um, I have different outlets. I mean, I love, I love to play music. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to work out. Um, and, and sometimes it'll come in ugly ways where I'm just like drinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, or I'll read, but all of these things I want to be doing, I, I constantly just feel like I'm not doing enough. Right. That's how I constantly feel. I don't think you're alone with that. Right? And I think it's, ref for me, it'd be refreshing to hear, you know, somebody say that. It's just, it's, it's hard because there's, you, you're safe to self-regulate. You self-regulate, you know, what it is. I'm just in a funk right now. I'm just going to yeah. straight up, like, <laughs> totally in a funk. But I love it. I mean, if yeah. you don't mind chatting about no, it. No, I absolutely don't mind chatting yeah. about it. And in fact, I think it, it it's liberating me in, yeah. in a lot of ways. To talk about it, because other, otherwise I'm just at home alone not saying anything and just kind of... Yeah, you gotta get it out there. You know? But it's interesting, I feel like this the, the bravery is a bit of a theme on this discussion, because mm. I do feel that at some point, 
um, like, because I felt I've come to those points of going like, oh, I'm just watching too much Netflix. Yeah. And then my impatience and my, um, my I don't know, my impatience basically forces my bravery. Right. So that I go, I better, I better do this before it's too late. Yeah. So like, if I told you. Um, in five years, you'd still not have accomplished any kind of steps towards your New York goal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. So that, to me, is enough to get me going. Mm -hmm. So then yeah. you have to wrestle, like, what are the steps? Mm -hmm. Is it green card? I don't know. Is it... But the steps, those tiny little steps are so, so minor. And I know this. It's just like, it's it's bigger and you're making mountains out of molehills, right? right? It was, even when you you know want to get back to the gym, it's the hardest fucking card. is just putting the goddamn shoes on. You Sometimes shoes. I put the shoes on. And the full attire, I get there and I go, that's enough. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? But you got I've to the gym. Best as I can. Right? I feel like you're such a theatrical being. I love theater. I love theater. I haven't done, thank you for saying that. I feel at home on stage, really. And it's just there's something about every night of being different and exciting mm -hmm. and not having to go again or step on, you know, your mark or the lighting's <laughs> wrong or all that shit. I love the freedom mm -hmm. of that. I've done a few plays and those are some of the most creatively artistic, memorable moments that I've banked, you know, mm -hmm. and that says something. So I definitely, I need to get the ball rolling mm -hmm. in that part of my creative life because otherwise I think I'm just going to, you know, not feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And and I'm realizing, you like, you can't wait for any, like, there's, there's it's not like there's a, you, you, you we're, we won't be, just being here, we're not going to be, I'm not going to be working all the time. That's just how it is. You're mm -hmm. not going to go from one film to another TV show to another TV It's just how it is. Mm -hmm. For me, I have to artistically continue to inspire myself, which sometimes, like right now, just feels a little hard. Mm -hmm. But um, I know it'll evolve and change, and, and I'm happy to talk to you, actually, because it, it's provoking some questions and it's it's refreshing to I mean some thoughts and it's refreshing to talk to you somebody who I admire really truly I admire you so much Thank you. and you're so funny we're and not here to talk about <laughs> me no but, no 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 <laughs> but I mean it it's helpful to because often I find I just want to like recluse and just be in my house yeah by my fucking self but for the record so do I right like, I think it's normal it, yeah right? it's not and then when you're around somebody such as yourself that you know, it's like just to talk about it and just to, for you to ask questions or yeah. for me to think and go back and forth. It's, it's, you, you need it. Your soul needs it artistically well, too. Yeah. I mean, I think you need inspiring yeah. and inspiration. As mm -hmm. you said, like maybe it's cooking, maybe it's going mm -hmm. to the gym, maybe it's going to the gallery. Like what do you, <clears throat> or who, who in your life inspires you? Oh my goodness. That person that you were just thinking of right then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Diane. Yeah. Yeah. Diane, Diane uh, inspires me. Diane Flagg's amazing um, human in person and writer and creator yeah. and constantly, constantly um, just fueled with ideas yeah. and inspiration. And funny. And funny oh, as hell. She's everything. And so connected and <laughs> so... You know, just we'll, we'll just have moments at home, and she'll just we'll just be you know talking, and then all of a sudden she's on her computer writing, pushing yeah. and writing, 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 and then she's like, what, what, and then and then keeps she's constant, and she also though we've been talking about this a ton, she also feels I'm not doing enough, yeah. I'm not doing enough. I'm like, what? Like, where's that from about? though? Is that a female? Is like, is it a female thing? Yeah, I don't know. Is it? What's it like to be a woman in no? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, I don't know. Life. I don't know. 
I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't ever feel like I have to balance my life. Right. I can just work and make sure that my husband's well, looked uh, after uh, happy. And having having Matt, does he in, is he the same way? Like, does he inspire you? Like, being yeah. together, I'm sure he you feel yeah. accountable in a different way. Yeah. He'll, sometimes he'll go, oh, no, I have another idea. Because it means, like, we have to do something. Right, right. But, um... But I don't know. I mean, being around someone like Diane, I think that's the same sort of thing. I, like I know, I've known her her work yeah. since like forever. She used to be, inspire me just from like reading her plays. Oh, I do God. her monologues for my auditions. Do you? Yeah. Oh, she'll be so happy to hear. No, that. I'm gonna talk to her next week. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting to know who are like m- mentors. I don't know if she's in the level of mentorship, but like I don't, I don't have a mentor. Mm. I don't know if you do, but like I constantly seek who's gonna inspire me, and I could get inspired from. A bit like, stranger on the street. Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel like mentors are everywhere. If you're open to that, if that channel's open, I think everybody has something to give you. Yeah. Even if it's a moment. I mean, I love people watching. I love just seeing how people interact, just the hu- humanistics of it all. Is that a word? It is now. It is now. It's, you coined it. Um, yeah, I get it. Having those moments or even something. And Oprah, duh. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's like everybody and then, you know, who else, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, do you think... You inspire other people? I think I do. Have you ever felt that I have. connection? I have. I have felt that connection. Oh, my God. I've never thought about this, Naomi. <laughs> I think I do inspire other people, and that makes me feel inspired because I'm like, oh, somebody, you know, um, has heard me or, you know, likes that, what, what, what we've done in an acting class or uh, 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 or whatever and that makes me think people have, have mentioned it and it makes me feel good it makes me feel often like I'm on the right track mm-hmm. and I think this is what it is that we're doing I feel like we all just constantly need to be inspired and re-inspired by one another it, like it's cyclical it has to keep happening and the biggest thing being that taking the ego bullshit jealousy stuff there's I feel like there's a lot of that mm-hmm. I think that being more collaborative and open and helping one another do this thing that we're all, you know, striving to do mm-hmm. is the most imperative, you know, especially in women working together, together. Mm-hmm. To do you see that a lot? Like the jealousy? I, I it, it is around. Just with women or vice Like, I guess... No, I think women and men. Do you find that people, like, are jealous and... I mean, I, mean, I don't like that word jealous. I don't think... I think jealous is the right word. I just think that we should we should all... It's yeah. What? what? No, you kill. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. I like what you were saying. I like what you were saying. I just feel like we're all kind of just stuck in our own with things and getting in our own ways. A lot of the time that you know, when we see other people be doing other things or whatever, it's easy to be like, "Well, I, I, I could be doing that, or I want to be doing." That. Yeah, but the, you're not. Right. And to work together. Do you get jealous? Um. No, I get self. I get self. It's I not mean, jealousy. It, do you it's get not, envious? It, sure. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm sure, I get envious. Yeah, but not because uh, the uh, the envy doesn't isn't because I don't like that person or be, is because I'm 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 not feeling good about myself. Yeah, I'm not doing what I know that other person is. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of je- jealousy and envy comes from feeling unfulfilled or uninspired or unartistic. Mm-hmm. I think. How do you battle it? Just try and do the opposite. How I battle it is I often reach out to that person. 
I'll reach out to that person and try and break it mm-hmm, with my mm-hmm. own shit. And I'll just be honest. I'll be like, I am completely envious of you right now. What you're doing is so fucking cool, and I'm not feeling good about... But thank you for inspiring me, because I feel like this is great, and I'm so proud of you, and thank you. That's very positive. I think you, if you put it, if you put the nail on the head... Is that this expression now? Hit, I think hit the hit nail, the on, nail the on the head. But put the nail on the head. Put the nail different. on the head, in the head. Yes. Uh, it's important. Do you... Do you get that way yeah yeah well, I think I deal with it exactly the do same you? um because often if I see somebody that's I'm like oh I wish I was doing it it makes me go well why aren't you why aren't you get exactly. to work do you feel like you found your voice as a creator no no not absolutely absolutely not as a as a creator as a, a, a as an actress yes mm-hmm. which is in inter- you know it's it's that's creation for sure mm-hmm. but from my from from me as Tommy Amber Peary having a voice as a creator with mind, like, no, I struggle with that, and it's something that I'm tr- working on and trying to harness more. And just, I think what my th- what my problem is right now is that I'm just trying to get it right. <laughs> and what the fuck that means, I, love that I don't you know. Said that and you're like, I also oh, don't really. It's like the same. Yeah. You know, whereas I just have to jump the fuck in right. and get get out there and and just do it. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't consider myself a writer, but I can write. I love writing. Just sh- shit something out. It's a step towards that direction right? yeah and that's but crazy who said who told you that you had to get it right i know well this is this is i know i think my skating coaches told me i had to get it right yes my mother always used to say to me do a job do it right or don't do it at all oh that's a tough one which she learned from her father yeah that's so a this, tough this mantra that was going right and it was like from a very young from a that's what do a job do it right do it like that's what i would say to myself and only in the last few years have i been like well that's a crock of shit Thanks a lot, Mom. What yeah. was that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's her own stuff. That's her own stuff. But, right. but if you were to replace that mantra with something now, just what would you do say? Nike, man. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Nike, man. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Cut the shit. Just do it. Do it wrong, actually. Do it wrong. Yeah. And maybe there's, you know, something in there. Right. Even, like, I, I'm, I'm, I get excited when I write something and it's, and it's shit or I play a song and the chords are off and I don't know what I'm singing and and it's I feel alive Mm -hmm. human feel human human again um did you see a difference in the creative process when you started doing bitten for you because that's such a yeah mainstream yeah in comparison to like Oh, jump on the streetcar can you film yourself yeah 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 um it is definitely different. I mean, I had the luxury of working with a bunch of actors who were willing to um, really play mm-hmm. and be creative. But definitely, I mean, I mean, you must know from Mr. D. I mean, I don't know. It's less mainstream, right? Like, it's... It's, <laughs> still, it's comedy. It, it, right. So there's a lot of room of playfulness yeah. and not as, like... Yeah. But, but yes. Like but more just, like, getting your day. I'm not holding the boom. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're not? You don't do no, craft no, services? No, I mean, I've offered to do right. craft services, <laughs> yeah. but they will say no. Um, but, but yeah, it's just like getting, get your day fast. Go. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Um. Do you like being part of that brand? Oh, I've never thought about that. Am I part of that brand? I guess. Well, yeah, that's a big one. Like you have, you're on, you go to comic cons. Well, I've been to a couple, but, 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 but yeah, I guess. I mean, the whole sci-fi genre is insane. Yeah. The, it's it's cult man they have this, this it's huge wild, wild cult like we don't go to Comic Con for Mr. D right. just what are you so talking you're, about? Yeah, people dress up as Bobby I like the Rito Center <laughs> <laughs> not this many, not this many. Um, 
But did but like going from indie films to shooting something like Bitten? Yeah. What was that? Like oh, it was cool. It was refreshing because I mean, you know, indie films, you like your 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 trailer is this sidewalk. You know, you yeah. hopefully there's like not a, a rotten banana on the craft service yeah. table. You know, but in Bitten, you like get all the sh- you know you get all the amenities, which is really nice to have a comfy trailer and um, get you know paid well. Uh, and you know, it's the it's a machine though, right? Yeah. So did you? I love yeah. working with all the different directors. There's so many different directors. Oh, yeah. that, and so that was quite interesting. I mean, you know this too, right? Just do you have a bunch of directors, or mm-hmm. is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for like every you know episode, you have somebody new that you're working with, and that's really exciting. So it doesn't it's not it doesn't become you know trite or you mm-hmm. know repetitive, and you're working with all these different minds, which are mostly male. Mm-hmm. So that, does that inspire you to go? I gotta direct one of these buttons. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I also, it, it is inspiring because I, most act, most directors don't really know how to speak with actors, which I've discovered. Yeah. From an art, from from an actor's kind of mind, even though you know, that's why I really admire hearing you know when directors are in acting classes. I think that's really exciting. Love it because they get to get a little bit of insight from that place. Like what what are qualities in a director that you love? I love when a director lets me discover and play in, like in a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. I hate it when a director says, okay, you're standing here, this is where you're ending up, this is how you're going to do this and this and this. It's like, I feel like a fucking monkey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? It's, it, there's no play in that for me. It's like, what, what, no. Like, what, let's play, let's explore, let's find the blocking naturally. Meanwhile, you know, and then you come to realize that there's this, you know, this whole, whole setup that's been there before you show up on right. set, right? Yeah, like, the machine. And then, and then the actor shows up, is like, well, I think I want to do it this way. <laughs> But I love, yeah, I love it when actor, when directors are willing to talk and discuss and answer questions, and even if they don't know the answers to the questions, that they're honest about it, um, and just a sense of play. Mm-hmm. Is that something you'd ever think about doing, directing? Yes. Oh. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's my. It's. I think that's like my biggest dream. Like I think mm-hmm. I, I'm. I have directed a few things, and it's. I feel completely in my element. Mm-hmm. Feel completely in my element. It excites me. I feel it incorporates everything from my skating background that mm-hmm. I can bring into it. Like I just feel, and I also have the advantage of being able to come from an actor's perspective mm-hmm. as well, right? Talk to actors. So that that is what I'm doing. You know what? I feel really fucking inspired. <laughs> I <laughs> really do because you're inspiring to me. So this is a really oh, lovely man. little room to be part of. I mean it. Yeah, no, there's there's work to get done, and I just have to right now just enjoy the time that I have. And it's fall, so That's I'm feeling like too, super right? fall and like scarves and yeah. coffee and walks. Do you feel responsible to inspire like the next generation of ladies? Like, do you see that coming? I think it, it's not uh, like an avid. It's not an avid objective. I'm not like right. I'm going to inspire the next generation of ladies. Like I don't. My brain doesn't think like that. But once I can inspire, feel inspiring. If I'm inspired myself, yeah, that that will just bleed out, and yeah. then people will also feel inspired. Like it's 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 contagious. I love that. I love that. I think it is. You know, you don't even know. Like you're the work that you're doing in every project you do is inspiring people. Oh, thanks. Right? That's nice to hear. It's really nice to hear. It's nice to. I have to remind myself of that sometimes, you know, because sometimes yeah. I feel like this. I'm just do, do. It's just it's, it's so monotonous, and there's no some. I guess it's just this bigger sense of like there's so many more important things. It's the sense of the like, importance mm. and like feeling and like sometimes it's just like being in the in the machine of it all feels like, 
I'm exhausted and I don't feel artistic even though I'm working. Like that sometimes and what what more? There's more. There's more. There's more. There's something more tangible. There's something more that I feel like I can just fucking mm-hmm. sink my teeth into. And I think I think it's in the direction of theater and directing. Interesting. I love acting. Yeah. I do. I really do. I love acting. It's just it's it's it feels I don't think that takes away from that. Right. Like, have you ever had that experience where you're where you're just ex- describing where you're like ah, rah, rah, eating it up, but like yeah. just so inspired and fulfilled artistically? When's the last time you felt that way? What yeah, uh, I I uh, directed a, a little short film with a friend of mine called "I Don't Love You Like That," and it was the first time we'd both really done anything like that. We both sat down, wrote wrote it, and um, directed it, and it was that feeling of we created this mm-hmm. and all of these people showed up and when you know camera and grips and makeup and hair and all these people are showing up on the day I'm like oh my god we and it was this, just this feeling of you, what we put into it came out of it mm-hmm. and that felt mm-hmm. really really great I remember when I was first uh, you know taking acting very seriously and moved to Toronto and you know d- and this is what I want wanted to do and uh I t- had more gumption. I had more. I was like, it was the same thing as like crashing auditions and sending emails and doing the. Th- say that again. The bravery. The right? bravery mm-hmm. and just jumping in and I didn't give a shit. I just loved it and that was part of the enjoyment for me. I was just, I just did everything. I was taking acting classes and acting classes and acting classes and doing this and this and this and this and this and it felt so fulfilling. And then I started working more and more and more and more and then I felt like I got a little bit lazy mm. with the. With the with that other aspect mm-hmm. of just continuing, like continuing being devoted in the way that I was devoted before I was working. Not that I took it for granted that I was working. It's just this was this feeling of like I remember used to think, well, as soon as I get a film, once I get a film, I'll be happy, mm-hmm. I'll be fulfilled, I'll be content. I got the film. I was like, oh, okay. Well, w- once I get a TV show, you know, I get a TV show and and that'll feel really good. And that's that's what I'm. And then I got the TV thing. What's missing? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the thing that's missing? You know, and it will. I think it's constantly gonna have the, the fulfillment. Is like moments, like even when we went to go see your show the other night. It's just like these moments that that you just you know capture the audience and they're just totally with you. And you go home and or you're you're there and you feel it. Or a moment between action and cut or in the rehearsal room. And it's those moments that you hold on to, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and yeah, I just felt like I started to get a little bit, I think, complacent for a little bit. You know, and I like what. What would it look like if I'm I'm still had that 19 year old kind of naivete, but like gumption in that in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm a poet, and I didn't even. Know <laughs> it. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. And what would it look like? I guess just hustling. In like a if you were to take a page out of 18 year old Tommy Amber and yeah. Um, what would it be? Oh, God. Um. Like, what's something that scares you that you should probably do? Oh, what's something that scares me that I should probably do? Uh, um, d- direct. I know, it ties back into it, but that, yeah. that's what But I, what part of it? Like, you said you directed a short film and you were inspired, and, like, what part of it scares you? <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. I feel like I'm in therapy. But it makes me really happy. Um, what part of it? Scares? Do you drink at therapy? Because you probably should. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had a glass of well, wine. Well, I have if this your therapist. therapist is drinking a glass of wine in therapy, that's Tell a problem. Tell me how yeah. you. It's all about your mother. Feel mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
what what is it it's just i don't know it's just be me being a fucking idiot really i just need to cut the shit mm. I, I just need to cut the shit and do it i'm just in my own way really yeah. i'm just in my own way i mean at the i'll end find of the excuses day. just to be like oh no 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 da, da, da. it's it's insane it's 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 insane it's insane. I just need to do it. And I know that when I do it, but it's going to be a, Yeah, like, that's a great... Um, but you don't like that answer. No, 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 no I do. I, I like it, but I don't think it's going to help. Like, like I get that, too, when I'm like, Sneakers, just get to work. Yeah. But what that's, is Oh, the, my God, the, that was so cute. <laughs> I say that. You're so kind to yourself. <laughs> I'm like, come on, that's Sneakers, get sneakers, to work. Sneakers, get to work, hon. It's my last name. i got to use it. Um, no. If I said another last name, I'm like, I'm not listening to that. No, but it, no, but, but I actually mean that. It's, yeah. It's, 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 kind, it's kinder. I don't think I'm kind in my... Or cut the bullshit. Like, I'm mean to myself. Yeah. I'm really mean to myself. Very hard on myself, very mean to myself. I'm like, why are you doing this? You're a failure, you piece of shit. Like, no, literally. No, where does that come from? It's from sports, Skating. man. It's, like, ingrained in me. Yeah. And no matter... And I've, I'm in therapy d- trying to deal with it, right? Because it, 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 I think the harder that I am on myself, the more stunted I yeah, feel. I Rather than imagine. just being kind to yourself and just being like, listen, you don't know what you're doing. That's yeah. okay. Just put your just, director's hat on and just jump the hell in, Yeah, babe. but the worst that happens is if you took a risk and directed something, what's the worst? You're going to learn something. Well, that's just it. Right? Like, I mean, even if you'd done that short film, and I can't, I mean, that would never have happened because you pulled people together that you liked, mm-hmm. and that nobody came, you'd still go, I created that. Yeah. So there's still some sort of um, victory in that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you can do anything. I, I, I think so, too. Yeah, I think you can. Like, I think, like, I look at what you've done so far, and I go, oh, I can't wait to see what you do next. Because mm. maybe, you know, there is a level of you that goes, I've done that, as you said, check, check, right, check. Right, right. Now what? Yeah. And that's sometimes where interesting uh, things happen. Oh, yeah, get that right into the microphone, excuse though. Excuse <laughs> me. See, I say it as if I've never burped. Yeah, I, like, that's true. I burp all the time. No. Am I missing anything? Do you feel like you want to say anything that I haven't said? All of this to say, man, like, I have a great life. Yeah. I'm, you know, I am, I'm grateful to be working. I don't think for a second you're not grateful. Right, right. Yeah. Good. I don't think for a second that you don't love what you do. I never wanted to come off as I'm, I feel entitled or that, like, That's, do you know, because it's so not who I am. But I think you're, you have the artistic struggle, which is mm-hmm. super healthy. Like, the yeah. worst would be like, yep, just waiting. Painting my toenails <laughs> and eating bonbons. Yeah. Like, no, that's just can't. not yeah. in your makeup. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I do think you're gonna do something really exciting, mm. and I can't wait to find out what it is. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I can't wait either. Yeah. And I feel, I feel happy. So thank you. Cool. Don't you just love her? I mean, she's amazing. She's a, she's a firecracker. She does everything with such a full, committed heart. I just, I can't wait to see what happens when she starts directing and writing. I mean, watch out, world. It's gonna be cool. You can find Tommy's wisdom and words on her Twitter and Instagram at Tommy Amber. And you've got to follow her because she's got great pictures and she's got great jokes and she's just the best. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Firecracker Department. That's Firecracker, D-E-P-T. Join the conversation and keep up with what's new in the department. I think your business cards just came in. They're embossed, so that's pretty cool. Special thanks goes to Carousel Pictures and Grayson Matthews for their production help. Those guys are amazing. Now go on out there and get inspired, you firecracker. <laughs>